a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hill 2020 with Lloyd Matheson and Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Special edition of Inside Sources live from Utah's Capitol Hill. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Desert News. Very thrilled to be joined uh, here in the comfy confines of uh, Room 210 in the state capitol. Uh, pleased to be joined by Jason Perry, uh, who heads up the Hinckley Institute of Politics at the University of Utah. Jason, thanks for joining us today. Glad to be with you. Always I always feel better of having you as the inside source okay. in the building. That always makes me <laughs> in feel better. In this building in particular, yeah. <laughs> uh, we did have a, a an exciting announcement we've yeah. been working on for a, a while, a, a new partnership between Deseret News and the Hinckley Institute, along with independent pollster Scott Rasmussen. Uh, give us your take uh, on this new relationship. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled about the opportunity to work with the Deseret News and Scott Rasmussen and, and to do some polling. And this is going to be polling that's going to happen quite regularly. Uh, which you don't get a lot of this, but it, particularly as it comes through some entities that are completely nonpartisan. No, no uh, efforts we made to put our finger on the scale in anything. This is just purely what the people of the state of Utah want. And when you stack this up month after month, uh, you start really getting a flavor for where people are, where they are on the issues, and how things kind of change over time. This is just so empowering. We've seen what's happened in the state recently, you know, even with the referendum. Yeah. You know, how do our lawmakers, our policymakers know what the people think? You can go to the grocery store in this last one, the referendum, and get a pretty good yeah. idea. But polling is really a, really a great way for us to talk with the policymaker and say, hey, in a completely nonpartisan way, this is where Utahns are. Yeah, and it's, it's such an interesting uh, ability where the Hinckley Institute has been just poised as not just a, a state influence, but in terms of what you do in, in Washington and what you do internationally as well. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, and I think Utah has a, a unique voice. Part of the reason to partner with uh, our friend Scott Rasmussen uh, is that Utah is going to be involved. A lot of people are watching Utah in terms of what's going right and uh, things that may should be uh, duplicated out in Washington, D.C. That's such a great point. The reality is that people in Washington, D.C. and around the world do want to know what the Utah way is. And so when you combine some of our local politics on the policies that are shaping Utah, but nationally, you combine that with a, a national pollster like Scott Rasmussen, all of a sudden you've got a really great picture, not just how we're influencing them, uh, but what we think about those national issues as well. And Utahns should take note. People in D.C. do want to know what we think about these issues. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this uh, partnership, one of the things that excited me about this opportunity as we initially uh, discussed it was that you can you can get the, the numbers you need from voices that you trust, uh, I think, is a really important thing that the Hinckley Institute, the Deseret News and Scott Rasmussen bring together in a in a really unique way. Let's let's talk for just a second about uh, some of the early polling coming out. A lot of it's being addressed uh, today as it relates to the uh, tax reform. Uh, the, the polling clearly showed that uh, Utahns were not on board uh, with what was rolling out. What happened? Well, th th by a huge number, I mean, really. And so uh, 
what happened occurred over a period of time. You know, I, I attribute a lot of this to process. And, you know, when you get down to an issue that people really care about, take the sales tax on food. That seemed to be the crux of a lot of it. And if you're going to make a change like that and you're going to impact a certain segment of our state, I mean, the reality is Utahns are saying we want more process before you make a decision like that. And uh, there were a few that talked about it at the beginning. But once you start seeing uh, Bob Harmon coming in and the Associated Foods and sort of the groundswell come giving voice to those people, it just it just started to cascade. And really, the cascade came because that small pebble at the top of the hill, which was some discontent about process. Yeah. And, and our legislature, to their credit, looked at that and said, I think we'll, we'll address we it. We'll fix that. <laughs> we'll fix it right, right away. Yeah. How do you think that's going to play out in terms of uh, what happens? You know, there, there was this urgency to, to get this done, to get it moving. Uh, now, not likely anything happens this year, may not even happen next year uh, until you get a new governor in and, and start that process. What, what do you see happening? I think it's very likely. The one big movement we'll have right away is the repeal, and I think they'll try to get to that this week. And so I, I predict, particularly since we have elections coming up in November, everyone's starting yeah. to gear up for that, there's very little talk about it until maybe next year or the year after when we do have a governor as well. So I think that we're going to hear about it this week, and it's probably going to be it for a little while. Yeah. One, one other thing uh, from the polling that uh, came out that kind of caught my attention, uh, President Trump has never had a, a really strong uh, play here in the state of Utah, never really has bumped up much uh, above 50 percent. Uh, but one of the things that struck me was that he's he's still kind of in the same space. Uh, people like the policies, uh, don't like uh, the way he does some things. Uh, but it was also interesting to note, uh, and this is where the national play came in from Scott Rasmussen, was that uh, even those who don't like the president uh, think it would be worse if Hillary had won in 2016. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it, it is. I mean, you look at that election. I know people like you and I like to look at what's happened. But the, the reality is this. Uh, the, the, the two most disliked candidates in the history of the United States were, were running. Uh, yeah. And that's just based on all the polling, just the pure favorabilities. And uh, President Trump has stayed pretty close here uh, in, in Utah, and it just hasn't changed very yeah. much. It's just the reality of it. But, uh, but it, it signals still a little bit, even in this poll, because you know, Republicans in the state of Utah, at least for president, have historically done, yeah. done pretty well. They're 60% plus. Right. And so the fact that he hasn't got there says something, but the fact he hasn't gone down any lower than this says a lot also but Utahns were very clear in the election and they are still clear they still prefer him to Hillary Clinton yeah fascinating stuff if you're just joining us we have uh, Jason Perry from the Hinckley Institute of Politics joining us talking about some uh, new polling between the uh, Hinckley Institute and Deseret News and Scott Rasmussen Uh, I want to shift gears just to local here since we are inside and very near the rotunda here in uh, the, the Utah State Capitol uh, you've been a, a chief of staff uh, for the governor uh, right here on opening day of the legislature. Give our listeners just a little behind the scenes, besides the mariachi band <laughs> outside the the door here. Give us a little insight. What else is going on here on Capitol Hill as we kick off a 45-day sprint? Well, you can take a lot from the mariachi band outside the door <laughs> because today is all about the ceremony. People are still so optimistic. Uh, they haven't been beaten down yeah. yet by what's about to happen. And so I think you know, as we get towards the end of the session, uh, the mariachi music will be a little lower. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you go into a legislative session and there's, there's a flavor. There's a, a theme. Uh, I don't see one right now. I was going to ask, is there one? Is there anything emerging? What is that yeah, theme this year? Right now, because there isn't just one thing. I, I think tax reform you know, occupied this last one. And because we don't really have that one thing right now, it's sort of a, a huge grab bag of yeah. interesting issues. Everything from uh, government records to water. Uh, even today, we're, we're seeing the bills come up, uh, and, it, and they are ranging from every possible topic in the state. There isn't just one uh, thing. 
I predict there will be an issue that will yeah. come forward, and I'll probably see it within the next two weeks. Um, but also, it's just it's important to know what happens in the first three weeks. Right now, we're, we have some bills, but right now, everyone's trying to get their money. Right. These appropriations <laughs> bills, you know, and the people are coming up on the Hill trying to get funding for whatever uh, the great idea is. And so that's what we're going to see right now is just everyone focusing on the money, and then we'll really start seeing some of those bills. And it's a strategy, too. The controversial yeah. bills come out at the beginning or the end. Yeah, that, it's always said, uh, do you hold it and uh, wait for that last-minute rush? Uh, where maybe it's not the mariachi band, but maybe it's the uh, bumble sound of the bumblebee, you know, <laughs> true, flying through there. True. Move through. Do, does the fact that there's not really a theme this year, does that uh, give any particular area an advantage, like some of those that are maybe targeting some of the regulatory stuff? Does it give maybe someone who doesn't normally get a voice uh, or get much attention because there's no oxygen? Yeah, I think that it is pretty open right now. If you have a, a great idea or a big issue, I think this is the time to do it. I, I predict there's still a lot of conversation about public education. Yeah. Uh, those issues have not gone away. Uh, our legislature is still trying to you know, grapple with how they're going to do their funding going forward. So I, th- I really do think because there's just not one thing we must fund other yeah. than that public Public ed, which they will all feel like lots of people are going to be up here and it's quite entertaining sometimes to see the variety of things that people are asking for funding for yeah so so interesting uh is there anything under the radar is there anything that you're sensing or seeing out there that uh, voters ought to be maybe paying attention to that, that might get some momentum as you move through the 45 days well i think that we're going to see um some some issues dealing with the environment uh, this session. Mm. Uh, you know, the governor has has put a, a large amount of money, something like a hundred million dollars, into his budget for uh, clean air initiatives, right. mostly dealing with with other ways to, to do that to do it uh, in terms of autom- automation and and science and technology, those kinds right. of things, which I think is going to do. I think that's interesting, but I really think that uh, just like most sessions, uh, it'll be tied up mostly about public ed funding mm-hmm. uh, this session because that's something they have to do by the constitution as well, since that is going back yeah. and so uh they'll decide what they can fund after they put the money in that yeah fascinating stuff all right we got just about a minute and a half to go here uh, again we got jason perry from the hinkley institute of politics uh, best insider in the building and uh i want to take you back to the national stage for a second and uh, as you look at we're we're seven days away from iowa you've got a number of senators that are uh, locked up in a uh, hearing <laughs> uh in a trial in the united states senate uh what, do, what are you seeing happening nationally uh, as it relates to the 2020 presidential race, anything emerging that is uh, to anyone's advantage at this point? Well, I, I think we're starting to see a couple of candidates on the Democratic side start to you know, show some signs. Um, uh, the, the polling that we will be working on will give us a real idea yeah. from the head to heads that will be rolling out here in the in the coming weeks uh, and days and weeks. I think you have to yeah. give me that, that timeline, boy, when that happens right there. But really, I think uh, we're starting to see what Utahns are looking at this as well. As, is, is the message resonating mm. uh, on this impeachment proceedings? And the reality is, is it's it's just as divided as before. You've talked about it. I've talked about it. Um, if people were looking for their fair trial, but what we always have to remember is just a political yeah. process. That's right. And that's all it is in the end yeah that's right fascinating stuff as always uh, jason perry thanks for joining us on inside sources today we'll have you as a regular as we continue to roll out all of this uh polling again a great uh, alliance between the deseret news the hinkley institute of politics and uh, independent pollster scott rasmussen great stuff for the state of utah important for the community uh, and an important voice for the country jason thanks again for joining us today thank you boy all right we'll go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news much much more to come on a special edition of inside sources live from utah capitals uh, capitol hill stay with us